Welcome back to another episode of the Pardon My Pancreas podcast. What is going on, guys? On today's episode, I interview the Cole Scott. Now, Cole Scott is the obstacle achiever. Cole Scott has been featured on American Ninja Warrior, Ultimate Beastmaster, and so many other adventures I get in with Cole. Hope you guys enjoy this episode. And I just wanted to say, please excuse the background noise. We are recording at a hotel lounge where people eat breakfast. And I waited for everyone to leave, Colt and I, and we are in Dallas in that interview where we're recording the part two, or another music video for Diabetes Awareness. It's a rap music video. Shout out to Chris Maynard, Glucose Revival. Today's episode is sponsored by NPEN Companion Medical, America's only FDA-cleared smart insulin pen and app system, a reusable insulin flex pen, plus an intuitive smartphone interface to create smart insulin delivery. Simplify your diabetes management. All right, guys, let's get into the episode. I've spent the last 10 years pushing the limits while identifying trends and patterns in my type 1 diabetes management. Follow along as I learn, apply, and share the fitness, nutrition, and lifestyle strategies that I've learned from diabetes experts around the world. The real question is, how can we live fearlessly with diabetes while maintaining stable blood sugars? This podcast is here to give you the answer. My name is Matt Vandervecht, and with my co-host, Ali Abdul-Kareem, we welcome you to Pardon My Pancreas. What is going on, guys? Welcome to another episode of the Pardon My Pancreas podcast. I am one of your hosts, Ali Abdul-Kareem. Next to me, I have the, not the, but the diabetes, Colt Scott. Colt, how you doing? Pretty good, man. What's going on? Not much, man. This is actually part two. We filmed on my podcast, and now we're on a different podcast, and just really excited to have you on the show man dude i'm stoked to see you again man like i remember last year around this time we did a video with glucose revival and now back in the same action so it's like it's all coming back together yeah i mean the first time we saw you it was just fun energy we were filming the first diabetes awareness music video with jesse blaze uh, snyder i think that's right right yeah yeah and this year it's a rap song and we got our uh, rap groove on you yeah, another backflip for us <laughs> oh dude you always gotta throw a backflip in there it's like a ninja rite of passage <laughs> they have to they were just assuming you were gonna if do a backflip if you can get a backflip in there it's, it's a done deal like, it's you're it. Yeah. that's it They're gonna, they, that's what they wanted the first thing they wanted you to do um after, I mean, we, we got done pretty quickly. We filmed in, like, what, two hours? Yeah. Like last last year, year was, like, two days back to back. Last three. year was, like, almost three. Yeah. Just full nonstop days of just sitting and waiting. And this year it was, like, two hours, and we still had time to kill in the studio. Yeah. It was crazy. We were mind-blown. But um, I'm really excited for the video. I know it's coming out November 1st. We're going to talk about it. What, um, what things are you excited about with the video that you hope it reaches or kind of what message it hits? I just want to put out the significance of November 1st that that is Diabetes Awareness Month. Yeah. Because you have Breast Cancer Awareness Month, I think, what is October? Uh, and then October, yeah. following that, we, we get ours. Yeah, right next to yeah. the big guys. <laughs> exactly, yeah. So I'm stoked on that. I'm also stoked that this time the video is going to be actually, like, really, really baller. Like, yeah. last year the song was good, but, you know... It's not something that people could jam to often. So this song, yeah. I feel like, even though we heard it a bunch of times yesterday, it never lost a beat. Like, it was right. it was a banger. Yeah, it was. It's honestly, in my opinion, as everyone knows listening, I love hip-hop. It's culture to me. You know, it's mm-hmm. a song that's really going to reach a lot of people different, Agreed. different places. Um, but, Colt, tell them a little bit about your story. You know, how old are you? Uh, tell us your spiel and when you got yeah, diagnosed man. and all that good stuff. So I was diagnosed when I was 18 months old and... At the time, the technology hadn't really caught up to where it is now, not even close. Yeah. And I was lucky that it wasn't, you know, 
as bad as the 80s, but it still wasn't that great. Blood sugar monitors took a minute to give you a reading. That's mind-blowing in today's yeah, world. I know, yeah. Kids <laughs> are like, oh, well, my Dexcom checks every five minutes. I'm like, yeah, yeah. kid, you don't understand. My like, meter my, checks every yeah, minute. <laughs> that's it. So, I mean, so my parents took the brunt of it, and everybody asked me, oh, how did you get through that? Well, it's, it's not me that took it on. It was my folks. Yeah. A couple years later, my sister also got diagnosed when she was five years old. So back-to-back diagnoses. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. I forgot about crazy, that. Crazy, man. Yeah. But we both made it through. We're both, you know, successful children. We're alive. We're healthy. Yeah. Uh, my parents are proud. They're still together, which mm-hmm. was weird. Last night, somebody from the video asked me, like, are your parents still together after going through all that? Like, I had never thought. Yeah. But, yeah, they're, they're, still, they're still doing good. Wow, that's amazing here. So yeah. total... Uh, 24 years of diabetes give or take i have no idea what my diversary day is i've never yeah. people celebrate it i'm like what's a diversary oh Same. you know what your day is oh, i okay. don't blame you for not knowing but people yeah, look at no. me like how do you not remember i'm like i just a big blur in november <laughs> exactly it's like uh 18 months so i was born in march somewhere in september i don't yeah. know so as you're uh named the diet badass you're a very athletic person you literally do badass things that most people wouldn't want to try uh tell us a little bit about like what you love doing and what's your day-to-day like dude um my day-to-day is all ninja stuff like not like kung fu or anything like that or ninja. (laughs) most people are like oh my son's in taekwondo can he join your advanced class like (laughs) no no you're at the wrong place (laughs) i work at a uh, american ninja warrior gym and i've been what's called a course tester for the show american ninja warrior for the past four years which if anybody who knows what that is is not as big as it seems it's a volunteer position you you get to go and play on the course which is fun This year I got to be on the show, American yeah. Ninja Warrior. Didn't do as hot as everyone thought since, well, you've tested for a couple of years. You, you're going to, you know, have a leg up. Not at all. Yeah. And so um, a couple of years ago, I think three years now, Jesus, I competed on the show Ultimate Beastmasters. So what I do is just obstacles. Yeah. And I think the whole metaphor of like, oh, diabetes is just another obstacle to get through each day. So, of course, I would do obstacle <laughs> sports. Like, it's a great selling point. But, it is. I mean, it's true. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I mean, the, the last time we interviewed, the first time I met you, you had told me you'd done Ultimate Beastmaster mm-hmm. and season... Two, episode nine. Episode nine. Yeah, right. And, yeah. Um, and we talked about st- stuff from there and then American Ninja Warrior. I'm so excited to ask you about questions on, like, how you went about your journey there as Mm -hmm. being a diabetic you know it's one thing to be an ultimate beastmaster and american ninja warrior as a non-diabetic oh yeah yeah. but do you see it more as a disadvantage or an advantage for you yeah that's weird to say like i think i am the fifth diabetic so it's not like i'm paving the way the line the dynasty goes like this it's kyle cochran who paved the way and did awesome brandon denson eli bell who's my training partner for a, a long time yeah Christina Martin, and then me. Right. So it's not like I'm, you know, parting any seas, but with the technology we have, I think now you can be on par with anyone else. I think everyone takes to the table their own disadvantages, and I don't think that this is one that really sets me apart from anyone else's. Right. I think I wouldn't be here without diabetes. I think if I didn't have it, people have asked, I'd probably just be, you know, run-of-the-mill guy. But wow. I think in a way, this has made me my superpower like it, it, without this weakness i would not have been stronger essentially it is your superpower and that's like, like why i love having you on the podcast you know just kind of give them that perspective instead mm-hmm. of just seeing it as a disease but um, <laughs> um but an important question 
During your whole journey training for Ultimate Beastmaster American Ninja Warrior, what were things that you struggled with and mm. now that you've overcome? Like, that could be diabetes or just physical stuff. Well, um, if we're going to go on just physical stuff, I have been coping with some horrendous tendonitis. Like, wow. And that is something that does happen a lot with ninjas. You know, you get all sorts of injuries of just overuse and just chronic, you know, displacement of the muscles and like finding out how everything works together yeah so that's been my biggest one so far i feel like i'm almost afraid that the diabetes has caused my body to age more advanced than someone else like it mm. I, maybe that's a side effect because not as many people have it as bad as i do in my elbows mm. like it's a fire down there right right but other i mean it's something i can overcome i'll find i'll find the way you know go to pt get a surgery here or there not a big deal right the diabetes stuff, though, I mean, there have been times where I've been on set and have dropped. Like, in Beastmaster, when I was on level two, I tested, like, they said, Colt, here's your five. I checked my blood before I went on, and I was, like, 50. So I had to scramble wow. to get my blood sugar back up and get back in the zone to go and compete. Wow. So it was tough. But, you know, with the technology we have, that was before I had a Dexcom. Mm -hmm. Now, I mean, there's no excuse. Like, I've, I've got it. I love that. That's, like, your mentality. It's, like, no excuse because... Uh, a little bit before last year, you were having this, I would say, an obstacle where you didn't want to wear a device because you have such little body fat. Yeah. Like, talk a little bit about that and to where you are now. So, it's a funny story. I went to this conference in Florida called Children with Diabetes, Friends for Life, and it was such a life changer. I've been there two years now, but the first year I went, this girl had told me, like, just straight up, like, I had always made an excuse, like, oh, I've got too, too little body fat, I can't wear it, I'm yeah. sorry, blah, blah, blah. And she just, no, you don't. Just was straight up. No one had ever spoken to me like that because most people were like, oh, you poor thing. Oh, that's so sad. She didn't waste any time just calling me out like, yeah, yeah no, you do not. You're, you're fine. Yeah. And so she contacted her friend who's like a triathlete and a diabetic who wears his Dexcom and his pod on his chest. Oh, my God. I think that might be Dr. Edelman, maybe. Uh, no was, idea. No. But he, yeah. So <laughs> that's it, crazy. It showed to me like, okay, all right, let's give it a shot. And I haven't stopped wearing one since. Yeah. I'm still not wearing a pod or a pump, but right. yeah, CGM, hands down. I mean, yeah, that, that's where we do the same thing. I, I'm not wearing my Dexcom now, but like, you know, Dexcom and injections work well. Mm -hmm. And I remember you made a post and you were like, you know what? I had this conversation with this lady and she said, you know, there's no excuse. Like, try it. And lo and behold, I mean, you take shots every day. You know, what's another CGM on you? It's, it's not like another 20 to, in there. Yeah. It's just one and then. 10 days, 20 days, whatever you want to make yeah, it last. Yeah. You got to get used to the future and like, you know, develop with the technology. And I realized that if I hadn't done it, I, who knows where I'd be. I finally got to move out and feel comfortable living on my own yeah. with it. Cause I'll know at night I'm not going to, you know, die. Yeah. <laughs> Don't say the, 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 I'm not going to you know, have a bad accident. Or yeah. Anything. Yeah. yeah. The diabetes had a bad accident. Yee, that would not look good. Yeah. Um, in terms of, um, your mentality, uh, cause we're in the, we're sharing a hotel room and then I saw Cole stretching before bed yeah. and I was like, I looked at him and I was like, see, this is the stuff that I love. This has nothing to do with diabetes stretching. This is just you as a healthy person mm -hmm. taking care of your body. Did you ever, were you always an overall athlete or were you just like, you know, first diabetes and then you kind of went into the athlete realm of like, I'm going to focus outside nutrition and, and stretching yeah. and, and rock climbing and all this good stuff. I mean, I was always a really active kid and I think that was part of the, uh, the 
worry with my parents is that like he's just always going mm-hmm. so he's he's gonna go low eventually and that's just <laughs> what happens yeah. so i never really thought of myself as an athlete until high school like i was a buck 70 mm. maybe soaking wet like i was like really really tiny and so finally i got into gymnastics because i was really into spider-man and i was like i want to be like him <laughs> so i started doing gymnastics and my coach got me into ninja and like it just never left like wow i just always wanted to be you know a better athlete and a better performer and just so every walk of life just from what i eat to how i sleep to how i stretch it's it's part of my personality now you know there's a question i've always wanted to ask you when you're out there and you're doing the obstacle courses does when and then you leave does that kind of push you in other places in life like when you're there and you're thinking like oh my god this is where i am in my life i'm gonna Mm -hmm. overcome this and and metaphorically speaking dude i could i have lost so many ninja competitions like not even just on tv but like in gyms and different leagues and like when you fall it motivates you to work so much harder if i fall once i'll never fall on the same obstacle twice i'll rebuild it in my own gym exercise until i've got it down and i cannot fall on it if i win in a competition Oh, that feels great. And that makes me sign up for like six more to see how long I can keep the streak going. Like, yeah. So, yeah, it is very motivating. And I take stuff from life and push that forward. Like, right now I'm getting into rock climbing. I think once I retire from ninja and obstacle stuff, I'll probably just stick to climbing outdoors. Mm. And there are times where you will go on a problem and just, I can't get it, I can't get it. Or if you're outside and you clip in and you just cannot get to the next take. Mm. You know, you somehow relax, put it in perspective, find that motivation, and you succeed. And that is the best feeling in the world because a second ago you thought, I can't do it at all. And then you prove yourself wrong. That's always been my message is prove yourself wrong. I love that. And it's not even about other people. It's just proving to yourself that you could. Because you... You were telling me, like you just said, you take these obstacles in your gym and you do it over and over and over again. And metaphorically speaking, I see it in terms of everyone listening as diabetes. You do something, you have a meal, it doesn't work, you do it over again, you try it again, you try it again, you try it again. And, and yeah. that's like, that's, that's the mindset people need to take from you and, and this. The message I always give at like speeches and stuff, and even in my coaching, the word I hear most in any gym is can't. Oh, I can't do that yet. Or, oh, so I, I can't do that anymore. I can't do this. Or I couldn't possibly. And it's like, well, not with that attitude. Yeah. you got to like give yourself a shot. I think we doubt ourselves most more than anybody else ever will. And if you have that, well, it's like Henry Ford once said, you know, whether you believe you can or you can't, you're right. Right. And that's right. I mean, as long as you keep that positive mentality, maybe you won't get that problem. Maybe you won't be that obstacle today. But in time, you will. It just depends on how much you're willing to give for it. Yeah, exactly. I mean, there's that. That's a really amazing to hear. And just, I mean, you were asking me to go rock climbing with you, and I was like, dude, I hate. I'm terrified of heights. I'm not gonna go up one rock. Dude. But it's it's because I've told myself that I can't. I know how to get up there. It's not hard. There's ones that are really easy that kids yeah. do and I can do. But it's a matter of being up there and being scared. But there's something to be said about that to overcome that fear mm-hmm. of being afraid of heights that can teach me other things in life and yeah. so many things and you know so much about that um there's a guy i usually work with at speeches i've met him at the uh, children with diabetes conference his name is jay hewitt his book um your finish line or find your finish line he's a great guy he's got an awesome speech amazing story he was the first diabetic on the american 
uh, triathlete team, like the American Ironman team. Like he's done some amazing races and in amazing times to a point I can't even comprehend it. But (laughs) he, the key point of his speech is how bad do you want it? His coach told him how bad do you want it before he went on to win his first Ironman. And I think that is that is the key. Like it just depends. No matter what you want, how bad do you want it? Really, it's it's yeah. your yeah, uh, limitation yourself. and your mindset on it and what you create. You know that finish mm. line. Where do you want to set it? Bingo! There exactly. it is. Exactly. Yeah. Um, children with diabetes. Uh, tell us a little about it. Should people go? What is it? Dude, absolutely. So yeah. I got invited very luckily after I posted my Ultimate Beastmaster um, submission video after my episode had come out. And a parent had reached out on to me, or on the video, had commented, hey, there's this thing, you should check it out, you should see if you can go. And I sent a couple emails, got invited, and it was a game changer. Like, it's great. They bring together all over the world technologies and breakthrough innovations at the Expo Center. They have speeches for everyone, speeches for, you know, girlfriends of someone with diabetes, boyfriends of someone with diabetes, um, legal advice for someone with diabetes, just anything you can imagine. It's like a mecca of a meeting place. And I think everyone, if you get the chance, should go. Plus, although it is held in July in Orlando, Florida, it's like right next to Disneyland. So <laughs> Disney it's, World, it's great yeah. for the kids. You know, go check it out. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's a big one. That's what I really want to think about going to. Um, tell us a little bit about your next mission, which is um, Titan Games. Yeah, yeah. Talk so, a little bit about that. So I am sort of a heavier ninja. Most ninjas are like, oh, I'm 150 or uh, 165 pounds, and that's where they max out. Yeah. Good ninjas are pretty much light. Although Drew Dreschel, who just won season 11, uh, he and I, it turns out, have the same body type. He's about 5'8", 170. I'm about 5'9", 175. So we're we're up there. Um, But the next thing I was looking to do is Titan Games. I have a choice whether I can reapply for American Ninja Warrior. If they take me, great, which I think I would. But Titan Games, it's a harder chance of getting into. But if I do get in then I won't be able to do Ninja this year and for who knows how long. Yeah. So. And that'll be really great to be on like a different platform and show uh, and yeah, new people yeah. and the challenge. You'll love the challenge probably. It would be cool to say like, I've been on three different shows and I think I would actually do better on Titan Games. I'm a like, you know, workhorse yeah. rather than a hang horse <laughs> or like a monkey or whatever. But then I think my downfall would be that people would just be like, oh, you're the ninja guy, right? Well, actually, you know, I'm a beast master ninja and Titan Games. Oh, so the ninja guy, right, got it. So how many times have you done ninja? Only the once. Cool. Uh, plug us. Where can they find you? And uh, what's, where can they support you? How can we support you? Uh, you can find me on Instagram at, at the underscore diabadass. D-I-A-B-A-D-A-S-S. Yes, we'll link sir. you below. Okay. Um, and then on Facebook, my athlete page, please add the athlete page, not my personal page. Uh, Colt Scott, the diabetes, you know how it's spelled. Um, if you're coming through Sturgis, South Dakota, I have been commissioned to help start a gym out there for Ninja Warrior. Uh, pay a visit, man. Northern Hills Gymnastics, not a bad place to check it out. Yeah. If you tell me you're diabetic, I will gladly enter you to the gym. Yeah, it's a secret entrance or a yeah, secret yeah, you passage. Have to, you have to show me your like, uh, CGM or your test kit and be like, yeah, I'm one of them. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm one of you. Um, Cole, I just want to acknowledge you. I really appreciate you coming on the show. It really means a lot. You're a really warm, funny guy and just energetic, full of life. Never really seen you down. I mean, everyone has their days, but you yeah. seem to 
really carried on really well and, and you're an inspiration for all of us living with diabetes and not living with diabetes but i'm honored man i appreciate it of course last question uh what is the most important advice small or big someone living with diabetes they just got diagnosed and they're listening to what would you want to give them someone who's just been diagnosed um i'm at a disadvantage because i got diagnosed so young that i've never had to say goodbye to a lifestyle that i was used to and I think for a lot of people, that's their biggest thing is that my life is so different now. It's so much worse. I don't have the things I can have. And the thing is, you can. If you don't think you can eat cake, and if you don't think you can have your cake and eat it too, you're just wrong. Yeah. Bolus, bro. Like, <laughs> give a shot. Enjoy that cake. Do yeah, what you got to do. Right? Yeah. I mean, I'm an athletic guy, so I'd say, like, yeah, eat cake in moderation, but <laughs> you can still lead a, a healthy, happy life. Yeah. I used to think that... I'm going to die young. I had a friend of a family member who was also diabetic, and he passed away at 26 years old. And I'm soon approaching that age, and it's weird to cross that threshold where years ago I thought, I'm not going to make it. Like wow. The candle that burns twice as bright burns half as long. I better make it count. Yeah. But you really can. With, with the way things are going now, the innovations that we see at places like children with diabetes, there's no excuse, once again, that you can't live to be however old you plan to. Yeah. You know? Don't doubt yourself. Don't say can't. Yeah. It's just a matter of where you're gonna where you're gonna keep your mind at. Don't set that limitation. Don't you do whatever you want. That's and right. I remember I remember I was crying when I first got diagnosed. Not first, but you know, a couple months after it kinda mm -hmm. hit me and I was like, I'm not gonna live as long and then everyone looked at me like a fool, you know, it's just like yeah. This is the beauty of it. You know, you put more discipline than the next person in the gym who doesn't have to dose and check or mm -hmm. whoever person next to you. You know, yeah. you have to work twice as hard. And, and there's beauty in it, and you've shown us that. Um, cool. Thank you so I'm much. I'm honored, man. I appreciate Thank it. Part two. <laughs> Let's go. Part three next year.